Hello and welcome. I'm Anne. My husband and I live about five kilometres from a beach. Most of the time we can't hear the sound of the waves as they um, hit the sand, but every now and again on a calm, quiet morning or evening, we can hear the occasional thud as a wave thumps into the beach. And it happened today on our morning walk. I heard it coming from the distance like a mini explosion. And it got me thinking about how sea and sand are quite different from each other, but they coexist in a life-giving and um, dynamic kind of way. At that point of interface, crabs and other sea life have adapted to the ebb and the flow of the tide. At that point where sea and sand meet and overlap, there is colour and movement. On a calm day, that surface sand slides lazily back and forth with the waves and the water stays clear. But on a stormy day, there is so much churn and friction that the waves seem to be more sand than water. As we walked, I remembered what that place between sea and sand looks like from the air, from a, a plane. And um, where the sea is deep, the only thing that's visible is the sea in its varied colours of blue and green. But as, as I move my eye closer to the shoreline and into the shallows, then the sandy or rocky bottom does become visible and amazing. There is this marvellous interplay of light and shade that creates these beautiful swirls of rippled sand and textured rock. The waves break and froth as they um, along the, the, the seashore like lacy ribbons and um, that kind of flutter backwards and forwards, rhythmically exposing the dark golds and creams of the wet sand beneath. And beneath that wet sand and the shallow sea, my eye lands on dry, sandy beach. My mind picture of where the sea meets sand helped me think again about people acting in ways that bring a sense of unity, of oneness, even though we are many and different. The shoreline isn't just sand. It isn't just water. It needs both to make it a whole. People have different characteristics and form into different groups, don't they? Just like the tiny rock and shell fragments that form sand or the, um, the water droplets that form the sea. Our individual attributes shape our identity. I am female, so I belong to a group of people called women. My father was born in Holland, so he belongs to, or belonged to a group that are Dutch. And when he came out to Australia, he chose to 
um, become part of and belong to a different group called Australians. I can live some of my life just inside the groups with, with which I identify, where I don't have to interact with others who are different. A bit like the sand on the beach that stays dry and doesn't come into contact with the waves. But there are other times when I come into contact and I must interact with people who have different group identities from my own. These points of interaction are like the interface, the margin between sea and sand, where different identities meet. Interactions can be creative or destructive. They can cause churn and friction that gives way to conflict or cooperation. Communications can cause misunderstandings or bring mutual understanding. Acceptance can create safe places where people can learn and grow from um, in, in contact with one another. Um, whereas wanting to dominate can make um, places destructive conflict zones where beauty and hope disappear. The other day I watched some Coventry Cathedral YouTube videos in which different canons from that cathedral were talking about reconciliation. Justin Welby noted that reconciliation is the transformation of violent or destructive conflict into non-violent creative disagreement. David Porter commented that reconciliation isn't about eradicating differences. It's about learning to live and inhabit the differences in a more constructive, relational way. It's that place of mutual understanding. And here Porter quoted Stanley Howarth, when our enemy tells us our story in a way that we can say, yes, that is my story. Here in Australia, tomorrow marks the start of National Reconciliation Week. It's a time for all Australians to learn about our shared histories, cultures and achievements, and to explore how each of us can contribute to achieving reconciliation in Australia. Rather than putting up or keeping up um, a barricade where people's different identities come into contact, let's make the effort to understand and celebrate each other's differences, to create a sense of unity. In the process, may our prayer be to love as God loves each of us. Lord, make us one. Do not make us like them. Do not make them like us but make us all more like you. Bye for now.